What's up, everybody? I hope you're doing well. You know what? I love this line from the movie God's Not Dead. And it says, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. It is such a simple thing to say, but it has a powerful meaning. It is easy to say God is good when everything is going our way. But we find it much more difficult to say God is good when we're having a bad day or when we didn't get something we wanted or something bad happens, like losing someone close to you. We may never understand why bad things happen to good people, but bad, really, in all truth, bad things happen to everybody. Not to mention, God does not promise a trouble-free life, but Jesus does promise to walk that difficult road with you. He will climb into your boat. He will be your peace in the storm. That is why God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. Because the God of all creation says, No matter what you face, I am with you always. I will be your God, and you will be my people. Today we are going to take a look at the next miracle of Jesus in our lineup, which is only found in the Gospel of Matthew. It is a very short passage with minimal details, but there is one thing that I want to pull out of it that I feel is so important. Jesus was on his way out of the area of Capernaum when he was approached by two blind men. These men pursued him because they believed that Jesus could restore their sight. And what he says to them can't be passed over or taken lightly. It is crucial to understanding how the power of God works in our lives. Matthew 9, 27-31 says, As Jesus went, went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him and asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly, and he said, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread the news about him all over the region. Now, it's super cool that these two people called him by what the name they called him, Son of David. They recognized his that he was the Messiah, that he was the descendant of David that the scriptures talked about. That's super cool just on a side note. But did you catch what he said to them? According to your faith, let it be done to you. Remember what he told Jairus, what Jesus told Jairus in yesterday's message regarding his, his daughter dying? He said, don't be afraid, just believe and she will be healed. Then he, then what did he say to the woman who was healed by touching his clothing? He said, go in peace, daughter. Your faith has healed you. The secret to unleashing the power of God in our life is our faith. Without it, we can't even please him. But with it, we can unleash the power of God. Now, let's be clear. The power of God, the power of our faith resides in God alone. Faith, however, is is the catalyst. It is the thing that allows us to tap into the power of God. I like the phrase Jesus uses here, according to your faith. They had enough faith that it unleashed the healing power of God through Jesus. That is why he asked them, do you truly believe I can do this? He wanted to be sure that they not only put 100% faith in him where it belongs, 
but that they understood it was their faith in him that prompted the healing power of God to come over them. Mark 9.23 says, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible for one who believes. Hebrews 11.6 says, And without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. This is a spiritual gut check. As a believer in Christ, our identity is our identity is embedded in our faith in him, that he is who he says he is, and that he did what he said he would do. But beyond that, how strong is your faith? Is it, it you know, it's like a muscle. The more we exercise it, the stronger it gets. I believe the power of God uh, moves in our life according to the level of our faith. Little faith, little power. Much faith, much power. Where do you stand? God is a rewarder of those who seek him. Think of it like this. When someone comes to you believing that you can do something, maybe even believing that you are the only one that can do what they need to be done, does that not motivate you to do it? It does for me. When somebody believes in me and truly believes that I can do something, man, that motivates me to do it. When we say, God, this is impossible in man's eyes, but with you, Lord, I know it's easy. Matthew 21, 22 says, and whatever you ask for, ask for in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. We read this, but to what level do we believe it? I'm not trying to step on toes here or be harsh. Just asking, you know, just asking you to do a spiritual gut check. Because I believe we fool ourselves sometimes into thinking that we have a stronger faith than what we actually demonstrate. And don't be fooled. Satan knows it too. And he will play on that. I believe God uses technology and doctors to heal people and restore their lives. But I firmly believe God is still sovereign and His and is more than capable of healing people and healing someone with no help from doctors or technology. With the advancement of technology and human capabilities, we have settled into a comfortableness with putting our faith in man or technology, and that is dangerous. God may use man or technology as a conduit, but he is not restricted to it. And we have to be mindful that our faith and its true power resides in God and God alone. 2 Corinthians 5.7 says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. The two blind men obviously could not see Jesus at first, but they walked by faith, and their faith allowed them to see. Don't be deceived by what your eyes tell you is real. Believe uh, what your faith assures you is real. But what do we do when we push ourselves to have faith, and it seems like our faith is only being tested even more? James 1.3 says, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Just because God doesn't give you what you are seeking right away doesn't mean that he won't. Sometimes God wants to test our faith so that we may be stronger in it. So that when the battles rage on, we have the perseverance to keep fighting, to keep standing. Job lost everything but kept his faith. And in the end, he was rewarded many times over. Why? Because God is a rewarder of those who seek him. Jesus said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. 
Is our faith the reason we can't see the power of God moving in our lives like we want? Is our faith too small at times? Is it putting a lid on God's power in your life? In, you know, in the times we are currently living in, even Christians doubt that God can do the impossible. They want to say that, they won't say that, of course, uh, is what I meant to say. You know, they won't say that, of course, but when they are faced with the impossible, many don't believe God is still in the supernatural miracle working business. How many miracles have been missed because the person's faith wasn't strong enough to usher in the power of God? We live in a time where people believe that and you know, believe in what man can do through technology and not what God can do through his sovereignty. It is time for the people of God to return to the basics, to shed the things of the world that are holding us back, hindering our faith. It is time to get back to believing that God is truly all-powerful, all-knowing, and ever-present, and his word is the final authority in our lives. Psalm 139, 7-12 says, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. God, I feel in my spirit an urgency for your people to return to the basics of their faith, to do a spiritual gut check, to, so to speak. God, your word says that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we can move mountains. Nothing is impossible with you. God, open the eyes of your people to the schemes of the enemy. Help us to see the influence of the world on our faith so that we can free ourselves of its limitations and not let it corrupt the truth you have placed in our hearts. God, I know that the devil would love nothing more than for your people to keep living on, living and trusting in man's ability more than yours. But I pray that you would move among your people and let our faith rise and shake the foundations of this world. Let the enemy be scattered by the power of our faith in you. And may you always receive the glory, honor, and praise. Amen.